Welcome to the Yang Gang Roundtable. I am Shale Riley, your host, as always. Uh, I'm here with just the cozy crowd of Ariel and Jeremy. And uh, before I started the recorder, Ariel was telling us about school. And this is a great topic. So I'm just going to let Ariel have the floor right at the outset here. And just please, Ariel, go on. Talk about talk about your school experience. Oh, my, my pleasure. Um, Yeah. So um, for all you listeners out there, like, I don't I don't know whether you've gotten your schooling in like big cities or rural areas or what have you, whether it was a high income, low income, private, public, uh, paid, not paid, you know, it runs the gamut. But I just want to know, like in this day and age, um, now, especially now during the quarantine, when you know, all these schools are closed because of social distancing, you know, et cetera, what have you. I I, I want I want to know if at any moment in any of you guys, you listeners of this show, your schooling experiences, if you ever really learned about, you know, how uh, business and money cycles and quarterly earnings and things like that actually worked at all because it it, it it just it just seems like like you you are not told about these things and i just find it a travesty i just find it so disappointing that after so many years of our lives um we can't think like how uh, a leader or a business owner thinks it's like how how like Okay, so so we all know that we go to a job to, uh, you know, make money. You know, we work, we go, and then we get that paycheck. But at times where it seems like the the manager just wants to lay you off because it'll save on some kind of costs or something because they can't afford to have you there anymore. Well, why don't we ever learn in school? Like what's going through that manager's head, why they make the decisions that they make that affect your life. So it it's like and and okay, and okay, how about this? How about how about school teaches us? Okay, we, we see all these, you know, buildings around us. Like we see our local stores and our malls and our grocery shopping and theaters and, you know, all, all these things we see around us. We see, you know, people, people who have houses. Um, okay. Then, then tell us like what, you know, how, how do they pay? You know, how, what, what determines like the property taxes that they pay? How, how do, how do these grocery stores like um, get their food coming in with the trucks and like, how, how does that, how, how do our supply chains work? How, how, how do like all these decisions being made? How, how, how does it work that I don't know, like we live in houses, like let, let's just say we have like something breaks or like, you know, um, our lights don't work. Like when, when a handyman has to come and like fix something for us, why, why don't we learn about that? Why? You know, it's, it's so like, like there's a, there's a business next to me and, and it sells, you know, what, whatever, like how, how does it work that they, 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 how do they make their hiring decisions? How do they make their decisions on what they want to buy or, 
you know, all these things, all these things, they're, they're all, they're all somehow missing from a place that is supposed to prepare us for life. How does that make any fucking sense? I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And, and there should be more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like interaction with the rest of our communities in our schools. I mean, is that, is, is that really something that complicated to figure out? It's, it's so, it's so mind boggling to me how, how, um, people say that you should learn all that stuff on your own, but (laughs) this stuff is like the fundamentals. Maybe we can learn advanced algebra and advanced calculus and Shakespeare and all of this stuff. The real stuff that we can learn on our own that's of no consequence to our lives is being taught in school. But the things that are a consequence to our lives and are going to be really helpful for us to know are pushed out of the curriculum for the things that that are just like hobbies. It's so idiotic to me that it, it, it like when I think about how stupid it is, I get a headache. But yeah, well, there's my other rant. <laughs> that was a good tirade, Ariel. You should put your camera on. You should get your camera on because, you know, Twitch okay. viewers. We get more sure, Twitch viewers sure. if you put your camera on. That was great. Okay. Thank Ariel, you. Let's, let's just interview. Let's, 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 let's interview you. Let's talk to you. What can okay. we talk to you about today? <sighs> Okay, let's let's really think about this. I mean, ever ever since I was young, you know, I was diagnosed with ADD, like you know, attention deficit disorder. Because I mean, I got bored at school. I mean, who wouldn't? I had a hyperactive imagination. I, I was always thinking of things like you know, one day <laughs> I I want to be like a scientist and like create a laboratory and like do experiments and like travel the galaxy and stuff. And all these thoughts would be going around swimming around in my head because I was a very, you know, creative person. And, you know, when you're sitting in grammar class and you're thinking about like space travel and chemistry and doing cool experiments, and then like you have your head down in a desk and your eyes are closed, you know, they tend to get mad at you. But then I'm like, you know, like, it would be real nice if instead of getting mad at me, you know, these assholes would at least ask me like, hey, you know, what are your aspirations for the future? Or like, what, what do you really think and want to do with your life? And then when I gave them an answer, they can tailor some kind of curriculum to that. But no, you know, like I, 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 I had to be diagnosed and I had to be told that you know, I have all these, you know, attention problems, because I don't want to pay attention to things that are boring and irrelevant. And then I remember sitting there in the class thinking to myself, you know, I wonder when I actually grow older, if these people are actually telling me the truth, or they're all just bullshitting me. Because if if it turns out that what like later in my life, I actually did start paying attention, and I did start getting good grades. And I did start doing really well in school because I thought, well, I mean, if I want to live a good life, I have to listen to these people. But if it turns out that I am busting my butt and I am really changing who I am from this creative, interesting person to a guy that's just studying because of all of this, you know, like all of this judgment, 
if if it turns out that I'm doing all this work for no reason, then I'm going to call these people idiots for the rest of my life. <laughs> and that's basically what happened. I'm basically yeah. just calling them idiots for the rest of my life. That's fair. <laughs> right. What kind of uh, what would you have preferred to have done with that time if you could go back? <sighs> if I could go back, what would I prefer to have done with that time? I mean, like when high school ended, uh, I just I just want yeah. to like yeah, like I I don't want to go to college, community or otherwise. I just I just want to like learn how to fly, you know, <laughs> like planes, helicopters because I love those uh, things. Interesting. Yeah, I would have preferred that's like that. a real practical, tangible skill. You could have gone to flight right. school. You could have been like a news helicopter person. You could have been like a rescue yeah. helicopter person. Oh, you could have yeah. been all kinds, all kinds of pilot jobs. All mm-hmm. meteorolo- meteorolo- you know, like weather phenomena, yeah. meteorological. That's a, that's <laughs> you know a good what, word. Yeah. yeah, like like I I wouldn't like. All, all the time, like I was in middle school and I saw like a helicopter passing by, I would wave my arms at it. I would be like, come, save me, help, get me out of here. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Yeah, I, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I would be like, save me from these idiots. <laughs> like a rescue. Yeah, I, I had fantasies of just like being picked up and being taken away. Just, I don't care where you take me. Just get me the hell out of here. This place sucks. <laughs> Right. When you went to college, um, what did you major in? Uh, well, like it's a coincidence, uh, broadcasting, programming, and production, and here I am. That that was community college. So yeah, so when I went to community college, uh, but then like the professors that I had uh, teaching the broadcasting classes, to like personally, I thought they were just like really arrogant and really full of themselves they kept talking about like uh, you know like one of them was part of the military and they keep it's like they kept pumping themselves up they kept saying oh we've done this and we've been here and we've been to these countries and those countries and we've like you know recorded this and recorded that it's like okay like i'm not here to you know um hear about like the amazing things that you've done and you know how you know, how lucky you were in your career. I'm here to learn how to build mine. And I I just thought that they were just really unhelpful. You know, it, it was all like busy work and rote memorization. And they, they like, I, I even remember when I, when I got like up to the professor and I said, like, is there any way you can help me like find something or break into, you know, into a career? And they're like, dude, that's your problem. And I'm like, okay, then why the fuck am I here for? What, 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 you know, like, is it, isn't the whole point of like getting this education to eventually, you know, break in and make some money? They're like, yeah, but it's competitive. And like, you know, th- then why the hell are you teaching it? You know, <laughs> it's like, if, if you're, it's ridiculous. Like, I, I was just thinking to myself and they're like, yeah, but you see, like, like, like a job is more of a thing. It's like, it's like a lottery. It's like, you know, and I'm like, no, like that, that should not like, what? That then that it's like you learn and then it's like, and, and then just, just so we can give you a lottery ticket. I'm like, well, what, when did that become, you know, okay. You know, <laughs> right. So, so, so the great thing is, it's like, it's like, it's all come full, full circle. Here I am 
on this podcast, you know, doing some broadcasting, which I would have hoped that this would have happened earlier in my life. But, you know, it's been a long journey. It is gratifying, though, to at least use your special specialized skills, right? You know, you're, you are. Yeah. You are actually broadcasting. So that should be vindicating, right. I think. Just as I believe vindicating. Yeah. And, and it was it was funny. We we you know, um, uh, when I went to Santa Monica College, this was supposed to happen. It was supposed to be um, the this thing called a Corsair radio. And I was told by a professor that like, yeah. And the cool thing is the Corsair radio has its own app and we're broadcasting to the Santa Monica College cafeteria. So I'm like, oh, cool. So then um, what happened was that when, when I did like the broadcast, I went into the Santa Monica College cafeteria to see like what they were talking about. I didn't hear anything. And then I, I, and then I went closer and closer to the speakers. You had to stand right underneath the speakers in the cafeteria to hear anything. What the hell? Yeah, that's a real pat on the back. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm like, you, you got, you gotta be fucking kidding me, man. Like th- this is what passes for like our education and our education policy is just to have like, like a bunch of like professors who, who like really don't care if their students succeed after they graduate or not. And it's, it's, it, you know, it, it's like, they're just there to kind of like, you, you know what I hate? It's, it's, it's so, you know, nasty. Like we, we, we always say like, oh, but like our, our teachers, they're so like amazing. And like, we should always be praising them and they're never in the wrong. It's like, please stop. Just stop. You know, you know, like, first of all, like some people really enjoy teaching. And second of all, like they have a captive audience that they can just say whatever the hell they want to. And who, like, some people think that teaching is so hard and it's such a struggle and, like, oh, praise be to them. But the thing is, is, like, they're actually happy because if you think about it, it's like they get to talk about whatever the hell they want to talk about and they have, like, the audience captive sometimes for over an hour and a half and... And if they want to talk about how awesome they are and and like like what they've done and thing, who who wouldn't want to have a captive audience that you can just pontificate to and you're like you're always in the right and they'll do exactly what you say. Like, you know, you know, you know what I mean? It's it's not as hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, as it's you a real think. magnet for like narcissists and uh <laughs> right, very enabling exactly. terrible uh <laughs> terrible personality trap there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but but we've become so brainwashed as a society, like, oh, but like, oh, but they're, you know, oh, but they're so amazing and and poor them. Like, they chose it and they want to do it. And some of them are real narcissists and they enjoy being narcissists and they enjoy just people listening to them and and their lives. And sometimes they don't even give any value. You know, we, we have to stop this enamored, being enamored with this, you know? <laughs> You have to buy my book that I wrote 
because I'm teaching you this class, Ariel. What oh, yeah. Think? What do you think about yeah. that? Is that fair? Is that reasonable? Right, right. Well, well uh, I mean, it, it's, isn't it, uh, it's like extortion, right? You right. already oh, signed yeah. up for my class, buy my $400 book, you dope. Like, like everybody love, you know, you know, what, what's the hardest time that we have doing right now or more, more like business owners have doing is getting a customer, right? Is making yourself of value and of uh, uh, use to a customer, like ma- making yourself, uh, what is it, wantable? No, not wantable. Just, just uh, making yourself desirable to a customer. Valuable, valuable, desirable. Yeah, to a customer is the toughest thing. But for teachers, your customers are locked in. It's like, it's like whether they like it or not, whether they want it or not. And and kids mm-hmm. are just looked at like. They should just listen. Like you, never in a million years would would you say like, oh, like you should be happy to be my customer and like shame on you for you know buying my product and not enjoying it and and not enjoying me as like a person you have to do business with and I'm forcing you to do business with me and you should enjoy it and you have no choice. Yeah, but when it comes respect. to the te- yeah. when it comes to the teacher student relationship, that's exactly what it is. Well, we don't respect the personhood of children. We don't respect the personhood of children systemically. Or not just right. children, minors. I mean, you know, a, yeah. a 15-year-old, a 17-year-old is not a child everyone, by any, any stretch. Anyone who's under yeah. and you're you're forced. You're forced. Right. Well, too bad. Sit here. You're listening to this lecture. You are <laughs> right. legally legally required to sit here and listen to this lecture in the society you're born right. into. Right. It's not. I think it's. I think it's a pretty traumatic experience. I think it creates right adults that are you know formed in a way that where they've been fundamentally disrespected and corralled and tried uh, to, to be yeah. sort of standardized uh, right. through a very destructive system um right and, and then and don't then get me they, wrong it does it does it does do good it does educate mm-hmm. i'm glad we have a literacy that's higher than ever in in history i'm glad mm-hmm. that we do know some basic mathematics and, and scientific principles and things that actually do help us be better citizens so school the, the institution of school is not without its benefits but it is mm-hmm. not without its horrors and we almost never oh, talk yeah. about its horrors because we're always on one we're side or the other like, under the rug Right. We we never talk. We never make a make a realistic discussion of anything in this football politics environment of America. So, yeah. Yeah. Go on, Ariel. Yeah. And and then we wonder why we don't have any entrepreneurs. We wonder why we don't have any business owners. Well, if 18 years of your life, it, it, like just straight was just being told what to do, being told never to listen, to think outside the box, being judged about having ADD, being judged about not listening. Oh, let's give you a degree. You're an independent thinker now. Go become an entrepreneur, become your own brand. Like, wasn't, wasn't all of our schooling and training the complete opposite of that? <laughs> I mean, like these people, they need a brain surgeon. <laughs> You gotta stop going to that particular well, Ariel. Yeah, <laughs> it's like get a new one, man. Right, it's not, but, but I mean, is it? Am it's I not doing? It's not how. It's sense. not how I want to represent us, dude. <laughs> right, but 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 it doesn't make sense to me. You know, it it doesn't it doesn't add up. It doesn't. Uh, it 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 just. I don't know. It it's very it's confusing. Yeah, I get you. I get you. There are many right. there are many better metaphors, but yes. Yeah, yes. All right. I understand yeah. your point. 
<laughs> and and that now we have we have like a big opportunity here that like this pandemic is happening. I think I think like post pandemic, everybody this should be like required listening for like teachers and professors and principals, <laughs> and and to really take the time to self reflect. But I doubt they're gonna do that. Uh, like 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 the thing, and and then like the minute the minute like you have like your qualms with the system, it it just labels you as like you know oh like you're anti education. It's like what? No, sure. I mean, so so the right. sort of new Victorian Victorian era going going on, where the liberal establishment, particularly the democratic establishment, is uh, is, is using a uh, you know sort of ongoing purity test for people who have um, middle class and above jobs to to make sure they keep the right opinions. You know, if you're mm-hmm. too untoward in the things you think, then you could be forced out of your cozy little middle management or you know vice principal position. Right. Yeah. So, so that, I think, I think that, but that was the beauty that I saw in Andrew Yang because he understood this. It's like, I could talk to him about this and he could just get it like, you know, and, and, and that, that was, that was part of the reason that, uh, I saw that in Trump a little bit too. And like, because, because Trump was finally talking about like, like the BS that's under the rug that the establishment would always want to hide. But it's one thing, you know, and I, I saw I see this in myself too. It's one thing to just get angry about it and complain about it and just talk about how much it sucks. And that's Trump. But it's another thing to say like, okay, what are we gonna do about it? Let's do something about it. And that's Yang, you know? Yeah. Man, absolutely. That's why we're here. Right. Exactly. That's why we're here. And that's and and that's why like that this is actually like put together and people are actually listening instead of us just uh, uh, getting bickering about this, you know, among ourselves. And so, so I think it would be a good time to talk about some of the effective solutions to this problem, right? <laughs> what solutions can we see? What solutions do you see? Well, I, I, when I was younger, I thought of something like, why can't students grade their teachers? You know, if that's, or, or you know, that a lot of, done. A lot. that's been done many times, you know, right. And it's taking this, I have no idea. I have no idea to what degree it's taken seriously. It probably mm-hmm. varies, but usually probably right. not much, but I think right. at least the, the token gesture is made off. And I, I was allowed to grade my, my teachers a few times in, in elementary and I think maybe high school, oh. maybe, maybe. Maybe, uh, I don't think I did in college, but I think in like, I actually did get to do that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I had, I don't, I don't know why El Rodeo was such a fascist dump. That was the name of my middle school. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So, and, 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 and you know what, like more field trips because, um, I remember like field trips ending when I was in elementary school, really missed them. like, and then like, no, but, but there, I think they're really Good, like you get all the kids on a bus and then they go and then they they see some place and and they it's it's like because because why are we always stuck in like one environment the school instead of like you know having you know and and it's money 
They're well, no, it's like, yeah, yes, it's money, but I mean, like, why? But what's the point of school underlying it? What is the money paying for? It's paying for containment, control. It's paying for right. observation, you know? Right. You yeah. know, the kids, you know where the kids are. The kids are all safe. And it's, it's true. You don't have to be accountable for the kids. You know, you're, you're the, right. taking them from their parents. So you, you must right. protect them. But, uh, but, but it's problematic. No it's problematic to in, in, imprison them in order to right. protect them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not fair. You know, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. I mean, they're, they're, you know, we like, how big is our country? How freaking big is our damn country? And the, the best thing we know what to do with young people is just trap them in the same exact place in the same exact seats every single day. And we have this big ass country with so much land and so much stuff and things to do. That's a great it's, point. It's, you know? it's, it's, it's criminal. Yeah. It's stupid. I mean, one could imagine a school program, perhaps in a small, very friendly, safe town uh, mm-hmm. being conducted in, in, Across multiple buildings in d- different uh, days of the week. Yeah, you know? different environments, different, yeah. you know, places. Perhaps even over, over the course of a day, you know, uh, a right. city could be treated like a campus. Um, oh, yeah. With kids walking yeah. back and forth, uh, you know, per- perhaps even having breaks, enjoying time yeah. at a park or a local cafe or something. But that just sounds right. just wonderfully European, doesn't it? Like we could, <laughs> right. we could do that here. But people well, start thinking there's a cultural, it's just too culturally divergent at some point. And they go like, oh, uh, yeah. I, I got I to find a reason to oppose this. And I'm not yeah, saying everybody. It's well, just some people, people have a knee-jerk reaction to any kind of change. I mean, yeah. Like, it, it, it just amazes me. And, and the thing that really bothers me is when you're young, you know, you can't get a license until you're 18. But, like, growing up in a very um, car-centric country, young people are the biggest disadvantage in the world. You know, because everywhere you go requires a drive. It's like a house, a house, a house, an apartment, an apartment, an apartment, drive. Yeah, young you people know. and poor adults. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, it's 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 like so. So they're already at a natural disadvantage, you know, and, and getting a car isn't easy, like negotiating the price and like going to the dealership. And if you don't if you don't already have a job that requires a car to begin with. You know, so, it's so mandatory does not need to be there. Right. Public transportation and, and, used to serve the majority of the country until we converted mm-hmm. the country into into a driving country. Right. And 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 it's it's completely idiotic that that um I think they got rid of they used to have drivers ed at Beverly High and they got rid of it. And and also um like it amazes me that um like we don't we don't learn about like negotiating car prices in school. And what do we need to get to a job? A car. I mean, like, you can't make this stuff up. Like, the system is so, you know, has its head so far up its behind that mm-hmm. it boggles the mind. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and one could write a practical a practical curriculum to teach these skills, but right. it is not done. It is simply not considered. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand why. I don't understand how, and, and, and at, a, at a certain time, we have to stop blaming these institutions and these politicians and start blaming ourselves for being so despondent for oh, yeah, just don't not blame everybody it's every blame everybody, everybody is responsible everybody, everybody is responsible. at the same time all right. those things count in aggregate right. to determine what happens or doesn't right so 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 people people are you know not happy about these things but then they just shrug their shoulders and go to watching netflix you know they're people like oh feel so- defeated yes and they seek escapism or, or right. constellation right exactly and and it, it red in circuses me. as they say 
Uh, exactly. Exactly. It's this breading circus. And then, and then, um, I, because I know for a long time, and if he's listening, I don't care. My father would always complain about how unfair things were and how things didn't make sense and how his business was hard. And I'm like, dad, did you ever even think of once going to like a town hall? And he's like, what's that? <laughs> I'm like, what? Like for, for as long as he's lived in the country, like, but, but like, like, Never getting involved in politics and just complaining it's, about well, you know, but yeah, it's, it's the same defeatism. You go, God, those uh-huh. people are so um, difficult to work with by design, uh, uh-huh. so exclusionary by design, so uh-huh. um, you know, you know uh, disinclined towards me by design that I am too discouraged uh-huh. to ever try that. That would be ludicrous, you know. It's, right, it's just right. the same thing. It, it's it's interesting, but but it like. What we're seeing here and what Yang has, you know, put into motion is that, um, you know, this this is not the way like their job is. This is listening to us and what to to represent us. That is in the name of representative to represent. And they are not. And we we don't come together because we, we see ourselves as such competition in this capitalist system that that we we don't we don't say like hey hey wait a minute wait a minute things don't have to suck as much as they suck right now and instead of like yes. being at each other's throats we can come together and tell and 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 tell these people hey like why are these institutions so goddamn dysfunctional you know and and that'll help us in this capitalist system if if we put something together so that when we're younger we learn about capital flows and business and all this stuff, uh, you know, you know, that'll help the capitalist system. But then, but then we're, it's just, we're not coming together. Well, and it's like, yeah. it's like another thing Yang know. says, you know, what, what's practical to a person, what, what, what is learned really is what is practical to a person mostly in the now, you know, if you have need of these skills, you will retain them because you'll practice them. If you don't, you yeah. might learn them just well enough to to pass the test, and you're going to forget them immediately after. So what Yang says is, you know, regarding financial literacy, uh, it doesn't mean a thing to an individual until they have a few bucks to rub together. Bucks yeah. to rub together. Whoa, uh, exactly. Tongue twister, uh, uh, yeah. Like, would you ever go to a... That's why uh, we need a basic well, income, taking it right, back to right. the other okay, okay, podcast, so, right? Universal so like, basic income, yeah. Right, right. So it's like, go up to that homeless person and give them cleaning supplies for a house. Right? Wouldn't they need the house first? <laughs> right. He's like, he's like, here, here. This is this is for you know cleaning your tabletop for your kitchen. I'm homeless, idiot. Hello. It's like, you know. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, you 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 would think that you know this is just you know bare bones common sense stuff, but it seems that common sense ain't that common. You know, because everybody is kind of really quick to project their ideas and values onto another person without really getting to know like what that person is like. It's like, yeah, just use this thing like I use. It's like, but I don't have that thing that you use. But and then they're like, no, but it's easy. Just, you know, you know, just make some incorrect suppositions. You know, they project some of their own experience onto others. And, and, you know, sometimes it's done naively. Sometimes it isn't. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like it's it's like well like like you you know when you go to Mexico and you see those big pyramids or something or, or these with a lot of steps to go to the top 
it's like and and then and then someone comes down from those steps and tells the person like oh well you know like it's going to be hard but you can do it and and you can just step you know up there it's like but i'm handicapped my legs don't work you're just making excuses it was hard for mm-hmm. you too but just because it's hard doesn't right. mean that you can't do it stupid yeah, ass away. your you legs find, yeah. work idiot like mine don't it's like it's like no no you're just making excuses to be lazy it's like okay at that point fuck you it's like right it's like no no you don't understand they they don't have the same you know abilities or the same things that you do even if it's hard for you you still have functioning legs and they don't it's not a matter of this being hard or easy or effort it's just a matter of not having the tools to start to begin with and that's what a ubi is you know we talked about we 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 uh we've talked with varying degrees of seriousness increasing degrees of seriousness i would say about the prospect of you ariel running for congress and uh potentially as a republican and last night i dm'd i was like you know what if we really did try to get you in there what would the paperwork be like what would the process be like and you had the right response which is like well i could not self-fund uh and that's another area where a UBI would enable you to be a participant in the government in the way the Constitution imagines you're supposed to be, right? You know, the system mm-hmm. is working if you a common citizen. Indeed, a middle-class citizen. Indeed, mm-hmm. a, a citizen born with some privilege, you know, mm-hmm. not to not to put you on blast, man. But, uh, but, uh, but, yeah. But having, you I still can't. That. I'm saying it's just, right, even right. though you were born with more privilege than most, you don't have enough privilege to reach even modest, uh-huh. like, government you can't you can't crack the ceiling of getting into the government. You can't be an right. architect of your society. You just have to and, live in it. So the constitution you know, isn't work, is not working for you. The the the, the system yeah. that America claims to be that people think it is when they vote, a lot of them mm-hmm. that people pretend it is on the news, it mm-hmm. is not that. And you your inability to run for Congress is evidence. Right. Exactly. And it's it's interesting. Oh, like, this, the solutions of basic income. Right. And the 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 even even though Sometimes you grow up with privilege and you have things um, handed to you, but people people do not listen. Even, even, even in that situation, you you think that that people who who grow up with a lot, you know, get listened to. Sometimes they don't even get listened to, because because it's it it's it's something that's so weird that people just think that since these things were just given to you that you should just, you know, appreciate it. But sometimes it's like, if you get something that you don't ask for, that you don't want, why would you appreciate it? So, so here, like, this is an example. Like, you got a university education for free, so, you know, raw for you. But it's like, well, what I really wanted was to learn how to fly. And that... Well, it doesn't matter. That's not right. what we wanted for you. Right, exactly. But that, yeah, exactly. But that's not what was wanted for you. Right, that's and, not what the government wanted for you. We don't right, want you to fly. Right. You exactly. gotta, you gotta, I don't know. You go, you gotta learn. You know, deliver, deliver Pepsi cans in a truck. I don't know. Right, right, exactly. And and it, it, this was this was hilarious. Like I follow this guy. His name is uh, Mika Mazui, and he does he does helicopter rides over L.A. And just yesterday, he was flying over all these universities. And, uh, you know, UCLA, CSU and all this stuff. And he says, you know, ironically, 
like I, I never got a university education and I never set foot in a university and like, I'm, you know, I'm doing this. And some people would look at that and say like, oh, well, you know, like he, he, you got to go to university. So you, you must like feel so much more privileged than this guy who's like flying helicopters who never got a chance. And I'm like, actually, no, like, that's what I wanted to do. And I really didn't care about university. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> right. It's so, so it's, it's all a matter of perception. It's, it, it, it's, it's like, even like, let, let's say that you got something really, really expensive, like shale. Somebody just gave you a chandelier worth yeah. like a million dollars. Sell it immediately. Uh, immediately you, sell it. No, right, use for that thing. right. Exactly. But, but then, but then they say like, no, 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 but you cannot sell this chandelier because it's like your great, great grandpa. Um, well, I've, right. I really, I, well, for, it, okay. Look, if anyone said that, I would ignore it. But right? if for some theoretical reason, I like, are we, ta- are we trying to like, Ask me what I would do if I couldn't literally sell it for some reason. Right. No, I don't know. I yeah, guess, exactly. I, can, I don't know. Exactly. Hang it up, so I guess. Just, just because somebody gives you something really... I mean, make the best of it, right? <laughs> right, right. Just because you get something that's really, really expensive or is, is very, very coveted by other people doesn't mean that you automatically just appreciate it because it's not what you asked for. <laughs> right, 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 right. Right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean... I guess, you know, the reasonable thing is you make the best of it you can, but um, if it doesn't make you happy, maybe yeah. you go chase your happiness and disregard that thing and right. figure out why, why you got that thing instead of what yeah. you're trying to get. Yeah, you know? like, like so, so for the longest time in my life, I was told by, like, so many people that, like, like since I lived in a big house in, like, you know, Bel Air, that was really expensive. But it had like a whole bunch of empty rooms that I never used. And I didn't like the location because it wasn't near any shops or stores or people or civilization. And I didn't even have a car that, oh, I should just be happy that this house is big. Like, 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 no, that's stupid. Like, sorry. Like, it may be a big house, but I'm not happy because I don't have human connection or the human connection I do have is like not the human connection that I'm craving. You know, know, just to interject, I'm glad you said that. It's good. I'm glad you're like, you know, opening up and we're trying to be a community of vulnerability here. We are a community of vulnerability here. That's that's good stuff to discuss. I just want to point out that so many people are feeling the same way as you and they don't have like the mental constructs to articulate it in the way you did, which is a way that Mm -hmm. reaches a lot of people. They Mm -hmm. understand what you're saying, but a lot of people just don't even think about it that way, you know? Right. Because they don't have the advantage of like the the language the kind of the kind of critical thinking that you did get from you know mm-hmm. your your life and it's yeah. just so i'm glad at least we can get you saying that so if anybody like you know hears that and feels that way it's it's so common so much more common yeah. than we say most of us who even can articulate it don't so right and yeah. and and, and, and that and that that's the thing it's it, it it's it's not even about money it's just about, hey, open up your freaking ears and just listen to a person. You know, it's it's like, you, you, yeah. you know, I mean, I mean, that's not even complicated. And without money, you don't even have access to that. You have, don't have access to other people in this day and age. Right. Right. And and, and I'm and, and it's like I'm here thinking. I mean, on the my, Internet you do. But yeah, but in, right. In real so so I'm here thinking to myself, like, holy shit, like I grew up in privilege, but like these people are so tone deaf. No wonder people who are struggling are struggling as much as they are. 
<laughs> like, so it really put things in perspective to me. Like, like be before I just thought that like people who weren't making money were just like lazy or they just didn't have drive until I went to the schooling system and I tried my damned best to like get in a, like with, with my level of critical thinking skills and with my level of how I can articulate things, I get a job that pays minimum wage, like fast food at one point. I'm like, okay, like, no, 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 no. This, this is something is wrong and it's not with me. It's with this whole entire system and the people who run it are that they, they got to get the hell out of here. They suck. If you get someone like me who can articulate himself and has so much critical thinking skills and I, and I can't even get like a halfway decent job, then some, something's not right. Something's not right. <laughs> All right. And yeah, you should, I mean, you're obviously, you contribute, you, you should be able to contribute in, 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 right. in many ways. And then, mm-hmm. and like, you should be a helicopter pilot. You should be able to, you know, your pilot's license, yeah. you should, you should be rescuing people or doing research, scientific research in a helicopter, oh, meteorological that. research, studying the weather, all kinds of good stuff. And then, and then whatever creative stuff you want to do on top of that, that benefits society, that's just bonus even on, you know, it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's like, you shouldn't even have, uh, yes, yeah, wonderful that you like creative, uh, you're a creative critical thinker. Um, but gosh, all that schooling and, and what do you tangibly fucking have to show for it? You would have been a creative critical thinker anyway, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. No, no, It'd no, be no. nice this if a, all this, this training this, gave you a job. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> this, this is not something that school gave me. This, this level of critical thinking and analytical skills, this is what something that school was trying to take yeah. away from me. Where do you take think it did away. come from? Uh, Why do you I, think you did I'm, develop these skills? I'm blessed, you know? Yeah. I mean, okay. maybe, maybe I'm just, you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. Maybe I was born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> like, nature, you know, be, yeah. no, no, no. Because, because I don't know. I just, I just started getting so mad um, because um, it just felt like, no, no, because I started noticing so much hypocrisy as I grew up that it was just blatantly in front of my face. I was told like in this country, people are free and they have rights. Well, do you know where I'm not free and I don't have any rights? Right here in school where you're telling me where I'm free and I have rights. So yeah, what the hell is up with that? Mm-hmm. Like, the, oh, yeah, like, like America yeah, yeah. stands up against dictatorships and, and people who do things by force. But you're a teacher and you're just doing that right now. Like you, you think I don't notice these things? You think you think I'm ignorant? It's like, oh yeah, and and people have the freedom to choose. Well, why when my parents are, were getting a divorce, nobody asked me anything about what I wanted. I was never involved in any kind of conversation or anything like that. I I was just put in the middle of everyone's shit. So yeah. so don't tell me that I have freedom and liberty and all this other crap that you expose you know here and i don't even have the freedom to go to the bathroom when i want to when i'm in school and then and and it it was just so obvious and to me and i guess i don't know i was i was just born with that level of self-awareness if uh if fake who were here she could talk about uh homeschooling and why she homeschools i wish she were uh she's just she's in a chat not too long ago but i'm not sure where she is And, and then shale like every single time i tried to like reach out to you know somebody or something that would you know listen to these feelings and you know thing I, I i was always told like oh i'm too young 
I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, I'll understand when I get older and I'm just going through a phase. You know, this is all a phase. By the time you're like 20 years old, you're going to get over it and you're, you're going to be just like us. And I'm like, fuck you. No. <laughs> like, are, are you retarded? Like, why would I want to mm. grow up? It's just be, another of dismissing un, un, as unself-aware yeah. and as ignorant as you idiots. Like, I, I don't I don't care if they get offended. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's just another way of dismissing you, not listening to you, not considering right. what you have to say, not considering your personhood and and their plans for you. It is like the supreme disrespect right. that I think a parent or a society can deliver mm-hmm. upon a developing young person. Right. And uh, we probably created much healthier minds. When we homeschooled in mass, as as outside the Overton, mm-hmm. as that is to say, especially for someone well, that's happening who's anyway. still a registered Democrat and does not consider themselves, you know, a conservative in any way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think homeschooling was the way to, it's a very illiberal stance. It's, a, you know, in some stances, some someone consider it culturally uh, associated with rural conservatism. But I am an urban liberal, not li- I'm an urban former liberal, extreme left right. progressive. And I believe in homeschooling over institutional schooling because our institutions have failed us completely in this country. Yeah. And, and we should, we should be ashamed as a collective that we've, we've let them, we have let them. I mean, I mean like, because, because, because we, we were so bred and circus up and now that the bread is stale and the circus is hardly entertaining, I think we're waking up a little bit. What do you think? It seems like we're waking up a little bit. I hate to be overly optimistic and, and just set myself up for disappointment, but it does seem like things are changing little by little, day by day, especially considering this ongoing crisis, which is making some people, um, you know, kind of grow as people when they, they hadn't mm-hmm. had to look at the harsh realities and hard choices a lot of other people have, have been making for a long time before now. Mm-hmm. And now they have joined that group. So maybe we are waking up a little bit to oh. the reality of our long failed uh, economic and cultural systems. And, and, and you, you know, you know what the interesting thing is, is that like, as, as I grew older, little by little, I got, I got happier because being young was no fun. It's, it's, it's no fun to like, just have your life controlled and not be listened to and just, you know, treated as if, as if it's like, oh, you're young, so you don't know anything. And, and like, and, and we can, you know, like we can just treat you however the hell we want to treat you. And you should, you should just be happy that you have a roof over your head and food in your mouth that we provide. And I'm like, is that the full extent of your abilities? You're so goddamn pathetic is just to make sure that I'm like fed and have a roof over my head. You, you, you people are so freaking like goddamn, like, I don't know, like, like ambitious. That's unambitious parenting. Right. Right. Unambitious. Exactly. It's no, no, but but an unambitious society. Every time, like we, we say that, Hey, this is fucked up. This isn't working. Well, at least you have a roof over your head and food in your mouth. An unambitious society. Well, 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 that, that, that's not something to strive at you, you lazy assholes. You know, it's like, it's like, well, you know, in Africa, they don't even have that, but it's like, well, you know, in Sweden, they have a ton more. So you're exact dumb shit. You know, it's like it's 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 like it's, is that like like it's like, oh, well, you know, have the bare minimum. So it's like, OK, you know, and like we're so lazy and dumb. We're not even going to strive to like have anything more. 
And and it's like, excuse me, wasn't the whole point of these years and years and years of like studying and schooling and all of this stuff to to just have a roof over my head and food in my mouth? I mean, like, are you people so goddamn like pathetic that like like wh- whatever happened to like you know like space travel? Here's, here's and the like, nuance that people can you know, swallow, right? Get this. Yeah, it is possible to simultaneously be grateful for what you have in a realistic and measured way and understand that you deserve better. Right. Even though that is not the reality of the situation, you can strive for better, understand you deserve better and be grateful that you do have something at the same time. You can have all those ideas in mind at once. And that's what people are sort of pretending is impossible when they construct these straw man arguments. Like you have to be grateful for what you have. Yeah, it's it's like so 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 like I mean I mean like just imagine if the cavemen said that we have fire at least we have fire and cave okay okay we're done we're not gonna do anything more <laughs> pathetic <laughs> yeah well maybe it would have been better I don't know maybe right? the quality of life was better we're we're so unhappy these days in this society I, I I know I mean I mean it's it's so but 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 I mean there 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 is a way that like you know you can. You know, you, you, everybody thinks that like happiness is like so elusive and like, it's this big secret and like, no, we're not, we're not going to understand. No, like, like that's because like, you're, you're so dis, you became so dysfunctional with these institutions and it's like, Hey, look, like, like when I'm exploring or when I'm flying my drone, I, I took like a pilot listen or something like that. I'm living in the moment and I'm just happy. And I, I just enjoy it. And, and I mean, it's really not that complicated if, if, if we just like organize and understand just like a little bit more, but I don't, I don't know why, like, this is one of the things that our school system does. It gets something that's simple and tries to complicate it for no reason. When Einstein said, you're supposed to do the opposite, you're supposed to get it something that's complicated and make it simple. And we have an entire society that does the opposite. And it's like, holy shit. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, it's, it's really, I, know, I, know. I don't know. It's all, it's I, all, it's, a, it's all a calculated misdirect. <laughs> right. I know. Uh, this is the system preserving it's, itself. Yeah. By, this by, by, by eliminating the X factor of choice. Right. Right. Exactly. And, and, you know, and it was so beautiful when Yang and Jonathan Herzog said that, no, 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 we, we are not high school students. We are not going to let you, you know, do this thing to our election, you know, like, like, and, and they won. And it's like, okay, like, you, you know, because like, if, if this system and these people have really nothing to offer other than the same old, same old year after year after year, like they deserve to be challenged. They deserve to be questioned. They deserve to not be accepted. And and that and that is looked at like taboo. Oh, it's taboo. No, but no, no. that's what we're like, waking up to. Wanting to change a system from dysfunctional to functional is the opposite of taboo. It is it is just what should happen. It is just growth. It is natural. It is good. You know, like like I can't believe it. <laughs> And, and, and no, no, but it just warms my heart so much to see all of this activity in the direction of finally making sense with all these UBI candidates sprouting up every which where. I don't think Yang was so much as a maybe a leader 
as he was a messenger that just, you know, ignited that spark in all of us, you know, that just says like, what, why are you settling? Like you are letting people who you are smarter than you have more ambition than who you know more than you're just, you're just letting them rule you by default and you're not questioning. And then everybody just kind of collectively scratched their heads. A lot of people and said, why are we doing that again? Hmm. <laughs> right. Um, you know, the Yang gang, we also, we often get kind of labeled as a, somewhat of a, of a cult following. Right. But uh, no, yeah. I, I think it's a, uh, to label Yang as anything other than uh, prophetic, is uh mm-hmm. is, is inaccurate i i think it's actually the other way around i think that the, there there is a cult of status quo let's flip that on its head shall we yeah yeah no doubt i agree right i i we can level the same exact accusations as them and then when when we actually want to confront them with the things that are so dysfunctional and they're not wor- working they disappear <laughs> that, that, that was always every time i would get somewhere in an article and finally make a little bit of sense, then you, you, you'd be ignored. Isn't that exactly what they did to Andrew when he, when he was making all that sense? And, and when, we, when he was just like, you know, dropping all those truth bombs? They, they didn't come back with an argument. They came back with trying to distort reality, with trying to erase him. They didn't confront him. They tried to erase him. That's what you do. That, that, that's, what you do. That, that's, what a, that's what a criminal does. A criminal tries to hide the evidence. So they, they, they were always trying to hide the evidence. They were, they were never trying to confront the evidence. They were always trying to hide it. <laughs> like, like, not give it any oxygen. You know, it's like, yeah, sure, it's easy. The, that's the easy way out, isn't it? It's like, you know, you kill someone and you, you, you put it in a bag and you try to drop it, you know, into the river so nobody sees it. <laughs> you, you know, you know and, and you try to wipe the blood out of you, off your hands. And I don't know, I'm, I'm getting a little too extreme, but like, you know, it's, it's so much easier to shun and ignore than to actually confront because shunning and ignoring doesn't require an effort. You know, it's, it's like those people, you know, like those little kids you'd argue with in school and they put their fingers in their ears and go, la, 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 to you, la, 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 you know, and that's the establishment. We've been on for about an hour. So, uh, we'll cut it off here. This was good. Sure. I don't think I could go with just uh just us anymore <laughs> yeah but i'm glad we got to uh to talk to you get to know you a little bit better this, this, yeah it's felt good yeah man thank you right, thanks yeah thanks it. for uh, thanks for tuning in we'll um we'll see you again soon Take care.